0: There's power in a drumming on a hill above the sea. Power in the voice of us, the corner. But it all amounts to nothing together in our city.
1: welcome everybody how are you doing I am hosting tonight I know I look a lot like Andrew Dyer um, I am not my name is Jason Radcliffe I am at the locals J on all social medias and I am here to host this weekend this week's episode of the loyal locals podcast so thank you all for joining us uh, whether you're watching us live or if you're catching it later uh, we appreciate you coming by we got some big news um, or big info for the upcoming Dortmund match, so we're all excited for that, and I'm going to start uh, bringing in my co-host. I'll start with our producer extraordinaire, John Cross, is here tonight with us, as always, or almost always, or yeah, always. Uh, good to see you, John. Almost
2: always, unless, unless I'm sick with COVID.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, in which case, we just don't even do anything, because if we, if we don't have you, we are a rudderless ship, so thanks to, <laughs> thanks to Dylan who filled in a little bit um but um hope hopefully we get John uh, fully back on your feet and, and back to your fighting weight and ready to go here. Um so good to see you this mm-hmm. week.
2: Thank you. Making making slow and steady progress here.
1: There we go. Okay. Uh also with us tonight is a special guest of sorts. Uh the president Steve Rockoff is here with us. What's up, buddy? How you guys doing? How you guys doing? Yeah, it feels like a special occasion when I come on, even though know
0: uh in years past I was a weekly uh contributor, but I'm I'm always happy to come on and I always have a great time doing it. So I'm I'm happy to be here. Thanks, guys.
1: Yeah, we're glad to have you here and and to see you're at your house. So that means you're not stuck up at work like we know you've been struggling with. So we appreciate uh any and we appreciate having you here and you taking some time uh to be with us and um and, and you know again for as far as the podcast side of things uh mostly John's been really taking it by the horns. It's kind of under my purview as uh, director that's of amazing. media, but we appreciate you having, having you here and, and stop stopping by with us.
0: Yeah, of course I, I, I listen every week. I try to tune in live when I can, but um, that's a little tough, but um, yeah, you guys are killing it. So I know we'll I weekly contributor, you know, years past, but uh, I've been happy to um, contribute every once in a while, but um, super happy with where where it is right now. So, uh, just fabulous job you guys you know, especially john you put a lot into this so uh kudos to you I, I, I don't think that that gets said enough
1: yeah i agree thank you
2: very much and you know what you you do a lot as well steve is president so it's good to uh anything we can do to help take something off your plate to make the other job
1: a little bit easier
0: yeah i appreciate yeah. it as well so
1: so welcome everyone to the Locals Love Fest. Uh, this has been us <laughs> congratulating each other and telling everyone how much we love each other. But it is true. Um, you know, again, we are all volunteers. So, um, you know, you see this, this is something that John does with his life. It, it's not just Tuesday nights uh, from from 8 to 10 p.m. There's a lot more that goes into it. Uh, we thank him. We thank uh, Steve for, again, everything he does. And, I'll, you know, thank you. And of the original podcasters for getting me, at least through the pandemic. So, appreciate it. appreciate you all. Let's move forward. Um, well, we can start tonight. Um, I don't know if anybody is live in the chat. We might have a, a, it might be a little bit lighter tonight. We have some people over, including Andrew Dyer, who is very much at the uh, reality TV show soccer game that he's been so opposed to since hearing about it. But he is, in I, fact, there. So
2: it i have i'm gonna have to ask him when he's back next week but i have some questions so he's <laughs> he's not a huge fan of the Rexham tv show he's a man city fan and he's at the wrexham menu yes. match tonight so <laughs> he might be he
1: might be trying to infiltrate it maybe he's just there to streak or something i don't know maybe we'll see him on our tv I, and i think it's like some people or
0: a lot of people that are going you know aren't either fans but it's just like it's a sight to be seen, right? Like Manchester United in San Diego, like the last time that happened, I mean, I know that, you know, in Qualcomm, I think back in 2016, one of those big teams did a tour and they played here, but um, that was a long time ago. You know what I mean? Like that was a good amount of time ago that we've had one of these big teams and now we have, you know, Manchester United. And then, yeah, Rex and Rex huge because yeah, reality TV show and Ryan Reynolds and um, they've made it big, but, um, and now we got Thursday the big Dortmund match. So it's, it's pretty exciting. And I think that a lot of people are there like Paul Marshall, for example, he's there just because it's, it's yeah, a just be like a really yeah. cool thing. Yeah. It's a cool big match in San Diego. Like it's a cool thing to do. Like we were going to, you know, my wife and I and my family were going to go, but um, we decided, you know, tomorrow's big U S women's match. Um, and then the Thursday match and stuff, we just, it's a lot for our kiddos. So we took it easy here at home, but um, yeah, it, it's, I think a lot of people are there just because it's just a cool
1: event, you know? Yeah. And it was, you know, it's part of summer of soccer, right? Like, put, putting yeah. San Diego on the map as far as soccer is concerned. Or reintroducing ourselves, maybe. I think we've always been there um, that, that the last, you know, five years that we've had COVID and haven't had a stadium uh, for the U.S. teams to come through. You know, we lost the, the Bosnia-Herzegovina games up to L.A. and things like that. Um, but, you know, I think we're putting ourselves back on the map here this, this summer.
2: I'd also like to thank Puma in the chat right now for keeping us updated since we are doing this live as the Wrexham match is going on and Wrexham oh, is nice. up 2 0 at the moment.
1: There we go. Up the reds. Well, those reds, not the other red Ooh, Up all the reds. You know, it's a friendly. All the reds. Yeah. <laughs> up all the reds. There you go. <laughs> um, so but yes, I, I, go I've, ahead, Dennis. I have a
2: question for you guys. Did, did either of you go to the the barbecue this weekend.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna. I was just going there. and We were both there. I did. Yeah, whole family.
2: How was it? Because obviously, it? me, I'm not getting out and about at the moment. So, yeah. so fill me uh, in. I,
0: I had a, I had a great time. Um, I had a great time last year too, and I had a great time this year. Um, I think it's just a really cool event. You know, the players come out. It's just a place to like, hang out and. Get to know them a little better. I mean, I think that there's the regulars that we kind of know and that know us back. Like Colin came up to me and said hi. You know what I mean? Like, and Charlie always says hi to me and to me. Like all the and Elijah, like all the people that have been here year over year, even Grant. Um, but then like Elliot, you know, I got to shake his hand and kind of meet him for the first time. And it's like he's like, "Oh, that's you. That you know, you're you guys make all that ruckus up there." He's like, "Thanks for all you do." Like, it's just cool to like get to meet these people outside of you know they 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 wear the kit, they're on the field and just get to know them. It, like I got to drag them over and play cricket with us. And I'm sure we'll get to that, but it's cool to like pull them out of their shell a little bit. Cause sometimes you see little clicks of players walking around, even at the barbecue. And you're like, "Ah, oh, come on, you know, come play or, or, you know, let's break up this thing. And, and you know, they were playing volleyball and like, that was pretty cool to see. And I don't know. I just think it's a really cool, like event for us as supporters, but also just families that are Susan ticket members to get out and meet these players. And you see all these kids that, you know, run up to their favorite players and they sign autographs and then take pictures and they get to chat with them. And the players are all so good with kids. It's, um, it's one of those things that I wish we could do like twice a year, but, um, you know, you really need an off weekend and this is like the one off weekend because you, I mean, right. you could do it on a Wednesday, but like, no, who could go, who could make it on a Wednesday midday. Right. So like, I think it's, I, it's one of those things that I wish we could do more, but it's, I, I obviously understand why you can't, um, but I just think it's such a cool event. I, I, I have, I had so much fun. Um, my family had so much fun. Um, I saw so many families having a, a blast. Jason, you you know, you and your two, two of your three girls were there. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, yeah, I just, I just think it was a blast.
1: Yeah, I agree. I didn't get to go last year uh, based off scheduling and really wanted to, and obviously heard great things about it. And yeah, it was so much like a family reunion. Um it was wild. You know, it's just, that's what it reminded me of. Um, we have, you know, my yeah. family back east has a big summer family reunion. And that's what it felt like. You know, you got the, the panic court out. My girls got stuck on the panic court for probably three hours. Um, apologies to all other locals and loyal fan <laughs> uh, season ticket holders who my little girls were uh, bullying on, on the panic court. And it's cool to see. So th- there's little things like that. And that's, you know, you become a parent and you see your Things through your kids' eyes. And, you know, they were so excited in just in the panda court playing around or playing on. There was a soccer field next to it. There was the, the cricket field. There was the volleyball, which they didn't get into because that was kind of a little bit for probably bigger people. Um, but, you know, in the panic court, the, the bigger kids were letting them play around and letting them score. And, like, it really f- was cool to see, you know, that kind of sense of community where, like, even the bigger kids are kind of taking care of the little kids, letting them play, letting them score. Um, not just bullying them out or pushing them to the side. So, um, you know, there's the thank you to those parents who raise those kids who, you know, look out for the, the little kids. Um, and then, you know, um, the, just the line of kids out there to hit at the cricket bat, you know, And and again, the players being out there just to do it or bowling it, taking turns, you know. It wasn't just – it wasn't like, oh, yeah, Charlie's running this, so we do this, you know. We got video of Blake bowling, and we got video of, I think, Stone. I think I saw Stoney out there and I don't remember who else, but like they were kind of taking turns with it as well. So it was, um, it was really, really fun. It was really cool to see. And just something that you probably don't get anywhere else. I mean, I don't know who else does this. Um, but just thinking of, of other, um, of other levels. Um, I, you know, I know the Wave, I think I've done a good job. I think I have friends that kind of talk about them and, and the things that those players do. Um, but, you know, I, I've been a kid in, in other sports growing up and you, you can, you know, get in the line for autographs if you, you know, pay to go get in a line or whatever. I remember when I was little watching football and Herschel Walker was at like a Macy's in a mall somewhere and you had to wait for three hours to get signed and get your picture. And it's just, it's not authentic. Like even beyond just us, the relationship that cam has like i'll put throw his name out there with matt hannon and his family um that kind of made it into the video that we posted out Of uh, they were just hanging out like like he was an uncle or like he was their friend like he was their friend they were just you know bumping volleyball together they weren't like playing playing they're just in a circle bumping a volleyball and it was just so natural and i think that like you said there's players that <clears throat> um kind of have to get used to it. They're, but Cam is one who has just been so in our community since day one that he's been here. Um, I'm so glad for the glow up that he's had on the field because um, he really does just feel like one of us. And I, I, I love the club feel that we have where it's like we are all part of a club. Some of us are in the stands. Some of us play the game. Some of us sell tickets, but like we're all part of the same kind of family, you know? Um, and, and this is the stuff that um the memories that we're making and, and we can take forward with us and, and tell other people in the community like yeah like this is this is my kids hanging out with a player who was part of you know cocaine right in in systems in europe and now he's here and just hanging out taking pictures with them and uh and again just hanging out and being goofy with them like what you know what what yeah, what what players are hanging out and being goofy with people, you know? It's so it's so cool to see, and I really hope that this USL level um, grows here and that we can be part of that, uh, or that it continues to grow in America because it is so unique um, and it's and it's so great. So I hope that they felt the love from us. I'm sure that they did, uh, the players that is, and um, and again, thanks to them, thanks to the front office for putting this on. They don't have to do it, you know. Somebody came up with the idea and did it. And um, and thanks for that. So yeah, John. There's a short answer. <laughs> yeah, all
2: right. That that's a. I mean, I I have not been to any of them. I I missed out last year, uh, which I I don't remember why. And obviously, being sick this summer, I haven't, wasn't able to get out there. And very uh, envious. You know, when when I see the pictures come back and I hear the stories, and you're right, Jason. I think this is a hallmark of USL. Right. That yeah that you have that stronger connection with the players and the players. There's a trust. I think there's a, a level of trust at this level, you know, soccer playing level at the USL where you don't feel as a professional athlete that someone's also out to target or mark you or make you look stupid or get clicks or something else. People are just hanging out and enjoying each other's company, which I think is, is, something that I've always cherished about this club um, and our interactions with this club when we have those. But along those lines, and speaking about the club, uh, we didn't have a game this week, but there's been a lot of posting of, you know, where we are in the power rankings and some other things. And we've, we've actually jumped up without playing a game this last week. So <laughs> without having a game to talk about, what are your thoughts about like where we stand, how we're doing, how we left with that five-0 win in Colorado Springs and uh, that'll get us looking forward to our upcoming matches here.
0: I mean it, it I hate to go here, but it reminds me of um, back in the Chargers days when you had a big win going into a bye week, right and Jason's still a Philly Eagles fan like you, you still get this like you know it, this was our bye week. I mean we had we didn't have a match we didn't and I know we had a friendly Thursday, but we was basically two weeks off. And the players had a bunch of time off and they were in a pretty rough stretch going right into that match. And then they played their asses off. I mean, they 5-0, Adrian Perez, like every, everybody played well, but he was a superstar. Um, it's just a good feeling. Like it's just a good feeling going into it. And it, it, it's, it's almost like, you know, to go the other way, a different comparison, it's like you lose three out of four in a series in baseball and then you you crushed the last game, and so then you've got a good taste in your mouth after it, but you also got to kind of look back and go, well, let's look at the whole the whole picture. They've really struggled, you know. Um, I I don't like to let myself get too carried away with recency bias, but I, it's also really hard not to, because to be excited about the 5-0 win and what that might mean going forward, like carry that momentum, but um, it's also like you want to make sure you're evaluating the team honestly, and there was, there was a lot of rough periods before that match, but uh, maybe that 5-0 win is going to take over some of it but maybe it's maybe like i said it's going to be the momentum kind of shift that we need to really play to our full potential and i'd say the second half second you know last third of the season um especially with the big home stretch you know talking about the barbecue uh one of the things that i kept talking to players about um like all of them i was like man what a rough what a rough stretch um and they go yeah that trouble was just so brutal and um yeah. You know, last year there was the same thing. There was the same thing. There was a, a long stretch where they were away for like four weeks or five weeks and they were home for four weeks or five weeks. Maybe it's just a USL thing. Maybe it's a Torero thing or a USD thing. I don't know. But, um, you know, all of them was like, this was the roughest travel schedule we've ever had. Like, ever. And Grant Stoneman said that. Charlie said that. Uh, Toomey said the same thing. Like, and those players have been here since day one. Like, so right. they... They've been here for all the traveling and all the rough weeks and all those long stretches, and they said this was by far the worst. I was like, it probably didn't help that you guys, you know, were performing super well. He goes, no, of course not. But that last flight home was good, huh? And they go, yeah, of course, that last flight home was good. So, uh, and it was just Colorado, so it's way closer than like Hartford, but still, um, yeah, I feel good. I mean, I feel good going into the, this Dortmund game and then obviously Colorado back at home. But like, I, um, I'm not going to sit here and say all of our problems are fixed, but I would say that. If we keep playing that way, I'm, I'm going to be very happy. But I, I, I'm the kind of guy that I need, like, two or three results. Maybe not 5-0, but two or three in a row of uh, solid performance and then good results to really convince me that the club is in the right direction as far as soccer goes, uh, not just one 5-0 dropping.
1: Yeah, I think that if you look, a couple different things. First thing, if I told you at the beginning of the road trip, um, you're in fifth place now. And, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll offer you the, the magic potion that you come back in fourth place and only five points behind Sacramento with the game in hand. Would you take that? And I think probably everybody would have. <laughs> right. Like it, it's kind of um, where you, you know, does the end justify the means? Um, and you, when you're in it, you're kind of looking at like, oh, it feels like we dropped points at Indy because, you know, we were up in up and up and then drop down. But, you know, I look at it and you're like, okay, lost a tough one in Pittsburgh, tied in Indy, one by two in uh, Hartford, one by five in Colorado. So I think that means we're going to win by 10 in our next game. (laughs) (laughs) That's what that means. But um, but really you want to see, you know, John, you're a teacher, you know, that we look for growth mindset, right? And you look at, okay, something crappy happened against, Pittsburgh that we lost that one late and that sucks. And then, so like, okay, we'll come back and do better next time. And then you, you're not all the way there. You don't have your five, nothing win in Indy, but you get a point out of that and that feels like a loss, but you got a point and you go, okay, so we'll get better next time. It went to Hartford. I don't think it was a game I would necessarily show my friends to show them how great soccer and, or the loyal are, but you scored two, you kept a clean sheet. You did what you had to do. You got out of there with three points. And then you know you put a drubbing on Colorado, and a lot of that had to do with you know a red card. That's fine, but again, you, they did what they were supposed to do. They you know you kind of in, increased a little bit every time. And um, it, I, I feel I feel better now than heading into the road trip um, because I think heading into the road trip with them having not played well at home, it it was really like man, we could come out of this with nothing. Uh, so yeah. to come out so to come out of it with uh, what is it? Seven out of 12 points. Right. Is that right? Is my mouth right on that?
0: Yeah. And I mean, yeah. when you, when you say it this way, you're right. Like,
1: yeah, but know, but, but, but results just... by themselves,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm not yeah. that disappointed in the road trip, but you consider that we were up a man we gave up two goals. Like you kind of like think of the context and you're like, Oh, it's, 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 it, it hurts my heart a little more than the yeah. actual point total <laughs> does. But like, yeah. I think that I maybe I need to take my own perspective, uh, a little bit to heart, but like, because you make a really good point and I, I totally appreciate that that if you were to tell me you know five weeks ago when we went on this brutal road trip if we were to take all these points I would have been happy with it uh, I just maybe wish that it when you're in out, it and then, you, know, you know if
1: you said oh you're gonna you're gonna draw two two in indie you'd be like yeah okay that's that's not great but that's fine but then the way yeah. it happens you're like but it should have been it kills silly. It's yeah, like but, it kills you it. know road games are what they are and then yeah. there's a little there's a little um bit of uh, it seemed like maybe a little bit of accountability there with, there were some mistakes made on the back line in that game. And then in the Hartford game player who didn't make those or player who made those mistakes, didn't start and had started every single game to this point in his loyal career. So like, that's kind of cool to see if you're looking to me anyway, from an accountability standpoint of like, Hey, if you mess up, you, you know, they're, they're, I mean, not starting playing again, you know, what's really the consequence there. But maybe that looks like a little bit of a consequence. I mean, maybe he had a little bit of a knock or something too. Who knows? But to me, it looks like, you know, it doesn't matter who you are on the team. If there's a mistake, something's going to happen. Um, so th- there's um, – so that was kind of cool to see. There, there were little moments. Um, and then there was Adrian Perez against Colorado. I mean, my God. <laughs> that guy looked like he was playing – like he was a 12 year old playing and ate you like it was something else so you know say whatever you want about being up a man and about them maybe not being as good and I don't know if they release another statement um complaining about um whatever they always complain about but uh but you know again the advantage was there and they took it and it wasn't indie all over again that like the I felt the panic when we went up a man, right? Like, we probably felt it, but they didn't. They were like, perfect. This is our chance. We're going to twist the knife. Like, this is this is where it happens. And so it was good to see from just two or three weeks ago that they kind of slayed that monster.
2: You know, while we might be okay with the points that they took on the road trip, during the time we were on our road trip, we were also helped out a little bit with some of the top teams not doing so well over the last five games. Yeah. But the result of that, if you've looked at the standings recently, and I know somebody already pointed this out in Discord for those who are in Discord, but there are only seven points that separate the top eight teams, all the playoff bound teams, right? If we were to finish the season right now, which means moving forward, like, it's it could be wide open. Things could change drastically. You got OC and New Mexico that have been making you know, huge strides over yeah. these last five matches. And you had Sacramento that's dropped points in its last four matches, All right? So it's, so tell me just a little bit how what you, either of you think, and then we'll, we'll roll this into the, the Dortmund match, but how important do you think these two matches are? Well, not the Dortmund match so much, but this stretch of home matches coming up for us when the top of the table is so tight.
1: I mean, another thing to love about the league. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it
0: reminds me of last season. Last season, it was, you know, we were we ended up in top four, right? But and we were at the end of the year, like on one of these podcasts, we were speculating a similar thing, talking about who are we going to play, who's going to be our home team or or or, our opponent for our home playoff match, and um, it was like the same thing that the the bottom like five, bottom five of the top eight. So the you know, three through eight were like. Three points or four points apart, and it was like all goal differential, and it was crazy. So it reminds me of that situation where everything really, really matters. Um, it, it, it just does. It, it all matters. You know, get a point when you can, and so it almost compounds on what I was talking about before with you know tr- dropping your opportunity cost of points away, um, killing me. Like you know, Jason, like you said, you lose those that match to Indy when you're up a man, and it just it's brutal because that could make a big difference that could make a difference between a home playoff match and, and, and having to play away the first round. Um, and that's a huge deal. So I think everything's important, you know, it, it's easy to say, but um, it kind of yeah. feels like it when it's so tight, right. It, it, there's, it's almost, it's almost, uh, it's almost true. Like it's almost true to a, to a huge extent. It, it, it seems cliche, but it's, but it, it there's a lot, of, there's a lot of foundation to it when you, when you put it that way.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I, I sort, I, uh, so support slash I'm a fan of Liverpool, and I keep an eye on the EPL, and just there's always two or three horses running away with it, and then there's a then there's you know six fighting for four spots to get in a Champions League, and then other than that, you're like, okay, we're up out of, and then you have the relegation zone, and if you're in the middle, it's just kind of like, okay, like who's really paying attention? Of like, oh, there's six different, but yeah, you you brought up that there was, uh, what did you say, seven points. separating Separating the top eight well there's two teams behind them Uh, that are one point away (laughs) so you're looking at 10 there's nine points separating first place and 10th place you're at 35 and 26 so like you know if if things went one way right now phoenix can jump to sixth place depending on goal differential maybe they're in fifth place or uh, six or seventh place like they can jump four spots this weekend um so it's just wild um, all the way down again, all the way down to ten uh, of who could be in, who could, who could be out, who could face who. Um, so, I love that about this league. You know, the players for the most part are are pretty much from the same pool. You don't have um somebody or two teams. Uh, you know, Bundesliga this this year it was two teams pulling away, and that's the only intrigue there is um in this you know home playoff game you got to get to those top four that's not easy um but also you have the chance right so it's in one in two games could be a a huge difference and we're looking at five in a row right now right so we got colorado springs orange county loudon memphis and new mexico between now and august 19th which feels like it's like two weeks away um, we got, five we home matches. Five yeah. home matches in there. Um, and then go on the road for one, and we're right back. So between now and Labor Day, um, you know, five of six um, at home. And this is the position you wanted to be in. The, you're in the position you need to be in. You're not out of it, and you've got a chance to really stack some wins. Um, and that's incumbent on us, right? We talk about the difference of being home and away. Well, it's not about the field necessarily. It's about the atmosphere. It's about the belief the players can have. I always feel like, you know, when you see a performance like Indy, I was like, that wouldn't have happened at home. You know, that wouldn't have happened here. Um, and sometimes it does. And we've had our, the, the shortcomings throughout the years. But there's also those times where, you know, we hear that maybe the crowd can make a change. Maybe we can make a difference here in one of these five games. And, and even, that three points can go a long way, right, or those two yeah. points or whatever. And if we make a it, chance in two games, maybe those six points go a, long, like, a really long way. So it, it it's, feels good to be able to be involved.
2: Yeah,
0: and, and it, if, if I could jump back in, But another point I want to make is like we've got both the Sacramento and both the San Antonio games behind us too. Not that they're on these tears, but those are two really, really good teams. And I know Sacramento's had some injuries recently, so they're not as formidable of a team as they say they were – in the you know first third second third of the season but um, you know we've already got all four of those matches be
2: being... we just yeah. lost your audio a lot
0: yeah um, right there. You know, uh, there you are what of those are behind them uh, so those are maybe lost points that they got to take and so we're on a, in a place where um, you know we're not playing as hard of the schedule so talking straight to the schedule so I think it's just a just a point to make while we're kind of in the weeds there that um, there's probably a pretty good you know, likelihood. And I think that John, it, it goes right into the, what you said there, you know, John Morrissey's playoff odds 77%. I think that's totally fair. I think that's totally fair. Um, really, you know, really pretty high um, is still a chance we could fall out of it because it's so tight. But um, I think that's totally fair. Cause I think that what he does is really good work. And I think that he takes sc- strength of schedule into account. So um, I think that's totally fair.
1: Yeah, and we don't want to think about it now, but there is another tough stretch of road games on the back end of this. So that's another reason yeah. we really want to stack points, and we want, to, want you guys, we want us to be out there because this is our chance. And then we've got, uh, you know, you look a little bit further, and then you've got uh, away at Rio Grande, home for Birmingham, and then away at Charleston, away at Louisville, away at Monterey. So you've got four, four out of five away there um so you know the, that's w- the way this season we, that's the way the schedule was when it came out we talked about it ad nauseum you're gonna have chances where you have to stack points and that's what you know they're gonna need us now more than ever this season because this is our this is where you can stack points so if you go to louisville i mean you know louisville and charleston i believe charleston's playing better this year Um, uh, i didn't actually look that up but yeah. i thought yeah, i they're, heard i think oh yeah charleston's too right so you're looking that you know they're at the top of the east And Louisville is a little bit lower this year, but that's always a tough place to go play. So, you know, now's our our chance. Um, And before we get to that, let's go right. Should we jump right into Dortmund, John?
2: Well, I was going to say, speaking of getting our chances to get out there, our first chance is going to be this Thursday. So, yeah, let's talk about Dortmund and uh, let everybody know what they can do because it's our first opportunity (laughs) to have a proper tailgate. It is. Proper tailgate. Tell us about
1: it. It is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it like we did the Padres uh soccer event last year and that was like I was so excited about proper tailgating and it was like a Padres game. So this is like a real chance for us to get out there and do this. Um yeah, so getting through some of the details. Uh parking lot opens at 3:30. Um I will be there with my truck uh some pop-up tents, um tables. Uh, I'll, I'm going to bring my grill. Um uh, I'm going to bring some food uh that I've I've kind of got a a little bit of a a group that I'll be providing food for. But um, if you want to bring some food and cook on our grill or my grill, uh, be my guest. Um, Obviously if it gets crowded and stuff, then you know, it is what it is, but um, I will have a grill. So um, I'll, I'll have the merch as well um, to, to, to set up and sell. My wife will be running the merch booth or be assisting with it at least. Um, But yeah, just like a proper tailgate, bring your own food, bring your own beer. Um, We're going to be at the orange lot. Uh, number 63, it's where the Sirens tailgate, if you guys have been to a a wave match and tailgate with the Sirens. um, I know we didn't put a map out there, but I think that's probably something that we could or should do over the next day, uh, just to put a little star on there, just for some kind of a reference for people, but um, yeah, Orange 63, I'll be there by 3.30. I'll have uh, my speaker, I'll have some music, uh, we'll have some good times, so we're gonna, another thing I forgot to mention, uh, this is a joint tailgate with Chavos, so um, early on in this process, I uh, reached out to Chavos and made sure that we would just be joining forces and make this a, a one big tailgate. Um, you know, we've always been united. We've always had a really good relationship with them. Uh, and I think that it's really important to just make this one big family party um, to, to, to set off what should be a really, really fun night. Um, am I missing anything, Jason, John? I, I probably am.
1: No, that's good um we'll or we'll go over just a little bit more, but that's what yep. i uh, i assume I haven't actually checked either because I looked at the there's no like sixty three located on any of the official maps yeah I assume that's right where um outlaws were if you went to the u s yeah. game so if you outlaws to were US like fifty six
0: so um it's, it should be like right there yeah.
1: yeah, so you know it'll be in that corner um this game we'd love to see more people at it, but it seems like um you know for now. Um, there's not going to be too many people. You'll be able to find us at three 30. Um, and, and whenever you show up, we'll have the flags up. Um, you'll be able to see us, but we're going to go in that back. Uh, we are going to march inside the stadium. Um, and we're not going to do, um, outlaws kind of started outside and went through the detectors and then got inside and then it was kind of weird. So we're not gonna do that. We're going to meet up, uh, right at seven, uh, at that, at the South East gate, that is where, um, that's the one closest to the trolley over McGregor's. You know, it's that back, it's that corner. Um, But we are going to be inside. So, you know, go inside. uh, Gates open at 6.30. So if you want to head inside and, you know, get your beer before you meet up with us at seven or go take pictures or whatever you want to do, we will be inside at seven. So it'll be a lot like ours where we meet at the the fountain. It's not going to be like a parking lot where we march in from the parking lot. It's going to be like our normal one where we meet at the fountain and go to the section. Um, so go in any gate you want, wherever you get parking or, you know, if, if you're not with us or if you're wandering around. I know there's going to be a, a fan zone, I think, outside. So um, just get to that inside the southeast. Meet us at 7. You'll hear the drum kind of going as it usually does, like when we meet at the fountain. So um, and then we'll march through the concourse, make a whole lot of noise at that's the loudest part of the stadium actually <laughs> uh, marching with marching with uh outlaws um through there because you're underneath the stands so it actually reverberates the sound and holds it in so that's kind of funny so um we're gonna make sure we're loud walking through there and we're gonna uh, make sure that we're heard and people see us at seven o'clock so again gates open at six um we'll start probably tearing down the uh the tailgate stuff around then. And then we'll be marching at seven o'clock inside. So uh, meet us in there, however you get in. Um, and then, yeah. And then we'll have some stuff planned. So if you're not in our section with us, if you're somewhere else and can see our section, make sure you got your cameras out uh, around intro time. And um, we're excited. And it's going to be, you know, it's cool to really have a party because it's a friendly it's a friendly with, you know, people that we don't have any sort of animosity towards. Um, so it is really a party. Are we going to quote unquote win? Uh, who cares? Um, probably no. You know, um, I think, you know, I don't remember what the last one was on Chelsea beat. I guess maybe it was Wrexham, like five, nothing or something, but it doesn't really matter. Right. These are friendlies. We're there to have fun. We're there to represent. Um, this thing's on ESPN too. If you can't make it or you got family, out there who are like, it's just minor league soccer. Well, we're on ESPN2 and you can watch us anywhere in America, anywhere around the world um, because the loyal and the locals are going to be on ESPN2 playing one of the biggest clubs in, again, one, one of the breakaway clubs in, in, in uh, the Bundesliga, who the only one of the two teams who had a chance to win their championship last year. So uh, this is a big deal. It's the champions league team. Um, and they'll have fans here. We'll be there. And it's really going to be awesome. Again, so, Summer of Soccer, this is the fun part. This is, we don't have to worry. We don't have to break this down. We just go have fun. So really looking forward to it.
2: Speaking and that of was, support and everything, uh-huh? in, any comments you want to make on, on proper dress for the section? Yeah, so that's the in, the in there. Thursday it'll will be, be, it'll there. be <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you saw it floating around when, uh, you know, uh, St. Louis City, um, right. Had Messi coming to town. Um, you guys know the rules. Um, locals are loyal or locals or fiends or um, chavos only gear. Um, I put in the in the email and on the on Discord. Don't show up and being cute in a Gio Reyna U.S. Men's National Team jersey. That's no, nope, not not in one not in one thirty eight on Thursday. You can sit next to us or you can go be cute somewhere else. But We are there solely to support the loyal um, as we always are. And um, there's plenty of other seats if you don't want to do that. So come on out and have fun, but not 138.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I, I get it. I have a lot of friends that support Dortmund and our locals, uh, two members of our leadership um, are not going to be sitting with us because this is, you know, Dortmund has been their team for a very long time. They supported them. So they're going to be wearing Dortmund gear to this match. And you know, I don't fault them for it. I don't, I, I, but it is kind of awkward. Like I, I, I understand it's, it's, this, it's to, to go back. It's the same thing we've done for both the showless matches that we've, we've uh, we've had at Terrero stadium. Um, there's a lot of crossover between loyal supporters and, and show supporters. Um, and it's just one of those things where we need this supporter section for the loyal to remain a loyal supporter section. Um, and it's, I, I, I've had to tell my friends that, you know, if they want to wear Dortmund stuff, that's, they can't support both while in the loyal supporter section. It's just kind of the way it is. Um, not the leadership people, but other people. Um, but it, it it it's awkward, and I I get why some people are. I also uh I also think that it's just something that we have to we have to enforce. It's 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 something that we have to hold true. Uh, it's it's the foundation of who we are. So, um, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is.
2: Yep, and and, and a, a very short thing for everyone to remember is it's just for section one thirty eight. This is yeah, 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 yeah in the yep. loyal supporter section, and I put it up if you're watching on YouTube that Puma had put up just a reminder of no yellow, um, but that also kind of goes along with you know just because they're the San Diego Soccer's like still no right it it is a loyal supporter section, not a San Diego supporter section so. Yeah. Make sure you're, if you're going to sit and stay in that section, wear oil gear or yeah. locals gear. And do you guys know what color? I know there was some discussion in Discord, I think today or yesterday, but
1: uh, uh, what we colors we're wearing? We haven't been told colors, but I assume it'll be okay. Tory green and yellow because that's, I would think that'd be fine.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I would assume we were Tory. Um, but I, I I don't
1: know. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, and also there's I see Steve is probably wearing his yellow local shirt right now. I am. Yeah. Uh, we, we've done it. We've done it before, where we you know wear uh you know uh, wear black for BLM or wear you know orange okay. for stuff. So yeah, uh, just don't wear your yellow local thing. And if you need something yeah. else, we're gonna have merch there. So buy yourself right. a buy yourself a green local shirt if you don't have one, and uh, you know come hang out with us. Also, um the other we're going to enforce this thing is it is going to be ga in there just like 109 um so don't be a jerk and be like but my ticket says row one we're we're not going to honor that so no now we put it on every social we put it out if you you know we put it out when we put out the link so you should know and if you don't know there's plenty of places and you know that's the way it's going to be. So, and I've there's... been
0: told that security is going to not going to enforce the rows and sec- and seats and stuff too. Yeah, uh, they they're they're going to understand that it's GA. Um, obviously, us being told one thing with a different stadium, new security team, it actually happening on game day is one thing. So please don't get in there and be like, oh well, this is the way it's supposed to be, and it's supposed to be like, you know, it's GA. It, it's a GA section. Um, I yeah, like Jason said, if your ticket says row one, um, congratulations. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a, a piece of candy. Thanks for, thanks um, for buying. Thanks yeah. for buying early. That 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 yeah. show you. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. I'll give you a high five.
0: Yeah. Um. The crisp high five. Um. But yeah, that's that's a. That's just it's just the GA section. It just makes it easier.
2: Right. Our our sections are always GA, and that's partially a, yeah. a problem with Ticketmaster of doing the tickets. Yeah, that they, right? they didn't, Unfortunately, they it would be GA. nice if they could yeah. just sell it all as labeled as general admission for that section. Yeah but they didn't. Uh, So hopefully, as Jason said, you got the word because we've tried to get the word out from the very beginning that that section was going to be general admission always.
1: We've talked to Loyal about it as soon as we found out that they were ticketed. You know, they were specific seat tickets and we've talked to them for months about it and they've talked to security allegedly for months about it. So, you know, hopefully that all gets done. The same thing happened kind of at well, actually, the opposite opposite happened at, um, at the U.S. national team is they weren't enforcing it, but kind of there were so many people just standing around and jumping around that people that had seats there just kind of moved on. So I assume that'll happen. There's, there's plenty. We were told that maybe they'll have the seats unlocked or at least unlocked in the back rows. Um, so if you do want to sit down, if you don't want to do the jumping around, you should be able to sit in the back and see over top of us fine. Again... I'm not going to tell you what to do or get you, standing. Yeah. get you kicked out, but plenty of open seats in the stadium on Thursday, still available. So tell your friends, bring your friends. But if you need to go to a different section to have a seat or would rather watch from there, there are plenty of open seats to do that from. We are doing our thing in 138 as we do in 109. And if you don't want to do that, you don't have to be there. <laughs> There's plenty, plenty of open seats and we'll take care of you.
0: Yep, I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, so, I, but to sum up before you move, I don't know, John, you have more on this or
2: no. Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say before we move on
0: from this, I, I, I'm just, I'm just super excited for this. Like, you know, when we first heard the rumblings of loyal versus Dortmund, I was like, are you actually serious? <laughs> like, how cool is this? Um, and if you actually think about it, it's, it's amazing, right? I mean, how many other USL clubs do you see playing this caliber opponent, um, and I'll say the answer is zero. Like, I, I don't, it doesn't happen. It just doesn't. Um, you see Dortmund coming here and playing MLS clubs or playing other European clubs for their preseason stuff. So um, I, if I'm being honest, I still haven't gotten the full story about how this all came together, but um, I almost don't care. I'm just so excited <laughs> that I don't care. Um, I, I, it's just such a cool thing. And maybe they're going to trot out other youngsters and, and it's going to be like the man you situation tonight, but it's just the, it's the, it's the whole event, right? Like a USL yeah. club playing a European yeah. giant. Um, they won the Bundesliga, you know, like X amount of years yeah. ago, but you know, there is are still a giant in world football and it's just so, so cool. I, and I was, I've been talking and I've gotten together with Nick over the past couple of days. Um, and he was like, man, to be able to, you know, I, and Kim, I've talked about our, one of our leadership. She's really, she's a huge Dortmund supporter and she kind of runs the Dortmund group here in San Diego And, you know, it's just really exciting to kind of go toe to toe against there's people from Dortmund traveling here. And like, you know, the yellow wall, like the supporters in Dortmund are legendary. And here we are going to do our thing in our supporter section. And I don't know about going toe for toe, but like we're going to be able to be in the same stadium, that same like atmosphere, that same environment and be able to show them what we're about, what San Diego's about, what locals are about, what travels are about and what we do on a weekly basis. Um, yeah, it's not in, you know, quote unquote, our stadium, but it's still in San Diego. It's still in our home. Um, so I'm just I'm just so excited, uh, I, you know, on top of the proper tailgating, on top of playing at Snapdragon, uh, on top of a European Giant, um, on top of the fact that we haven't been ho- had a home match in five weeks. Um, I, it's just all kind of compounding into like I've got these like tingly butterflies that I haven't had in a while, if I'm honest. Uh, and I, I, I just. I'm just really excited. I'm just really, really excited. So I hope everybody listening uh, is too, because I I think that it's just going to be a huge match.
2: So after we get the chance on Thursday to show Dortmund and Germany and the world what San Diego is all about, we do return to Torero on Sunday for actual league match and our first home match again back against Colorado Springs. So for us, back-to-back games against Colorado Springs, although they... (laughs) they had a game in between. So um, Jason, what do we need to know about this upcoming match on Sunday?
1: Um, that's a great question. Um, we'll be doing, doing our usual, um, you know, if you don't remember what that is, uh, we'll be meeting, so it says a three o'clock kickoff. So we'll be having um, the, um, the setup team uh, will be in there kind of in the morning or mid morning and then we will start four,
2: four hours before kickoff. Yeah. Know, they go four hours still. before. So
1: I think they probably have, you know, if you haven't done it before and you're free uh, or you really miss it and want to be the first one back uh, in Torero stadium for, um, <laughs> you know, the first one in, in a month or two months or however long it's been, um, you know, let Nick know um, and join the setup team, get all the uh, all our chifos and flags and everything out. Um, and then we'll be at, at Coronado um, I believe that'll start probably around noon. I think they open at noon on Sundays. Um, so we'll see you there and then march to the match. Same thing We you six or six. There we go, 240. Right? Um, uh, we'll march over there at, at, two, at 235 at the fountain, yeah, at 235 at the fountain to meet, hang out, yeah. take a lap, and head in. And again, you know, for those who weren't able to make the Dortmund game or back up, this is you know, feeling like back home, home, right? This is back at grandma's house, back where we all are excited to be. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and this was moved. Um, so make sure, I don't know if you have an old schedule, an old schedule magnet or printed something out or whatever, but because of the Dortmund match, it was supposed to be Saturday. It was moved to Sunday. So mm-hmm. make note of that. It is on seven thirty 30 um, at 3 PM. So, um, and, you know, again, um, shortly after we, we've seen Dortmund and, and all of that we get guy get ramped up and the, these are the ones again these are the ones that count these are the ones that that yeah. really matter and we really need to bring, bring it because uh, we all know kind of the, the soccer the soccer landscape right now and we're gonna have more eyes on us and we might have people that come again um, because they're in town for the Dortmund match and came to, for the week you know and and we might have Dortmund fans that get to see a second. A second round, or you know, people from out of town that are here. So uh, we would welcome them, and you know, another reason we want to put on a good show um, at the Dortmund game, um, and people who maybe were casuals and come out and see what we do again at the Dortmund game, and they're like, hey, maybe I'll check it again. I'm free on Sunday. Let's let's see what's up. So th- this is this is our our chance to grow to find new people, and we don't grow just for the sake of growth. Um, we find awesome people when we grow. We find people that we're looking for, kind of looking for a home when we grow. Um, and, and you know, I can think of a couple of people. I always come back to Brent. Um, There's the people that we kind of find and then become so um, such a part of of what we do um, because they saw something that wasn't just game day, right? So um, we're back at game day. This is kind of a marketing opportunity for us too. At Dortmund, but um, it'll be fun to get back to hating people on Sunday. <laughs> as much as <laughs> seems like we just kind of smash, <laughs> seems like we kind of just smash switchbacks whenever we play them. But you know, you don't want to don't want to count any chicken, You don't want to count your points before they're hatched. So um, we'll yeah. go out and maybe play this one eleven on eleven and see what happens.
0: Yeah, it'll be. It really, it, you know, we didn't talk about this specifically, but it really will be interesting how loyal plays Thursday, uh, like a good showing against a European giant versus you know, having to turn around and play against Sunday. Um, you know, how do you, this the starters, the playing time, the minutes, the intensity. Uh, so that'll be interesting for sure. Uh, something I didn't really think about until we started this podcast. So, um, that'll be, that'll be interesting for sure. But yeah, Sunday, um, back at it. And especially what I just said uh, about, um, the seven points separating the top eight, you know, it's, it, it, you, you got to manage your minutes. You got to, you gotta kinda of prioritize the actual ones that count. Um, on top of you know, how, how exciting this opportunity is. So yeah, I I, I couldn't agree more, Jason.
1: You said it all up yeah. really well. And hopefully the guys are rested up. I saw some over over yeah. the over the over the break, I saw some Montana pictures, I saw some Mexico pictures. So it seems like the guys were able to uh, to rejuvenate. They'll knock the rust off a little bit, remember what soccer is uh against Dortmund and then uh hopefully be tuned up for for Sunday so you know love to see you out there and then again we're back at it the week after that we'll talk about it next week but we're you know right yep. back out it Saturday so we got three big three big games they're all big games from here on out but three big games in 10 days or whatever it is so it's gonna be awesome to see all of you we're all excited for that
2: some some very big games because as I mentioned much earlier in the podcast, Orange County and New Mexico are coming up in the stretch of home games, and over the yeah. last five games, they've both made a huge push and jumped yeah, in standings. In... And in fact, in the power rankings, uh, right now we are listed as the top team in the West in the power rankings. And I know the power rankings are really just based on what you've done recently. I mean, we're not right. we're not up there in the standings, but Orange County's right behind us, you know, in mm. the West for that because of the run they've had over the last. Oh, is it I read eight games? They have eighteen points out of their last eight games. I mean, that's yeah. for how they started, that that's a big run. So that's that's our next match after Colorado Springs. Yeah. But just as one last reminder about the Colorado Springs match, um, Jason did mention it is a three o'clock kickoff. So also remember this time of year, sunscreen, <laughs> yeah. hats, something yeah. while you're out there. Otherwise you'll that. be a yeah. lobster by the end of the match. Yeah, these <laughs> July Sunday
0: kickoffs. When when the match was moved, um, I remember giving Ricardo some grief about it because uh, I was like, man, you're trying to burn all us white guys, aren't you? Because, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I, I, they're brutal. They're hot. They're brutal. Um, so, yeah, sunscreen, hydrate as much as, you know, come to Coronado, uh, get lubricated, but also uh, drink a bunch of water uh, and stay safe because those are. Yeah, these are brutal. These, these, these the Sunday, midsummer, midsummer Sunday afternoon matches are, are pretty brutal.
1: Yeah, we I got we got a little cloud there. cover. We got a little cloud cover for the uh, uh, for the, the thing last Sunday. So hopefully those things will roll back in. Yeah, um, but can't count on it. But uh, that'd be nice. That'd be nice for sure. For but sure. Be, be prepared. Yeah. Um,
2: All right. I think that's know. that's pretty much it. Unless you guys have anything that you can think of that we missed before we wrap up. I don't think
1: so.
0: I don't see anything, but all I'm gonna close off and say is I can't wait to see everybody. Um finally again. So um, yeah, I can't wait for Thursday, can't wait for Sunday, uh, can't wait to see everybody. So um yeah, let's, let's 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 ring in the last third of the season uh with the bang. All right, and then
2: we, we should have um and a Bums Breakdown coming out. I don't think they're doing anything specifically for the Dortmund match, but it should be mm. focused on the upcoming Colorado Springs match. That should be coming out very soon, probably almost on the heels of this one. Um, and I think that's about it. Just remember, any other news and information, check out the Locals website at thelocalssg.com or any of the socials at the same thing, the locals sg and i guess we'll kind of wrap it up there steve how can people <laughs> best reach you
0: uh yeah i'm on twitter at uh, at scuba steve four or is it x now i can't i don't even know uh, <laughs> call it x. We'll not yeah uh um or uh, i'm on discord um you can message or uh reply to any of the locals accounts uh, and I, I can see those as well um And I think a lot of people have my number at this point, so (laughs) I don't think it's that hard to reach me. (laughs) Uh, If you guys want to chat, I'm I'm absolutely available.
1: Jason? Yep, I am. You can see if you're watching, I am the underscore locals underscore j on everything that matters, Um, and uh, yeah, I also run social accounts, so you can get through there if you pick up that bat line you get me or steve so <laughs> yeah, you're in good hands you're in good hands but yeah i can't wait to see everybody let's let's go wild
2: and uh i can't wait to see all of you on tv <laughs> so I yeah, that's right well you're in luck on, on the rest again, up John, rest up.
1: yeah espn2 tell your friends and family
2: that's right. So, it, and then just quick reminder for anyone: those our matches are always on the Dortmund match. If you can't make it for whatever reason, as we said, is going to be on ESPN two, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then ESPN Plus always for our USL matches. Mm-hmm. All right. And for me, you can reach me best at Discord at John Cross. So. I believe that's it. You guys, thank you very much for coming on this week because I know we had so many people at the Wrexham match tonight, but we did get a few people here with us live. So also those people are joining us live. Thank you for joining us. We'll see everybody who's able to make it the Dortmund match and everybody on Sunday. And I will see everybody here next week. Thank you. Awesome.